Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. All right, people, this marks episode two of the mini-sodes. This is uh, Monday Motivation number two, and today we're going to talk about habit tracking. So first and foremost, if you have not read Atomic Habits by James Clear, pause this podcast, head over to Audible or Amazon and get the damn book. It is honestly one of my favorite books, and it's funny because it is one of those things. There's a big lesson from, from my experience reading this book. I actually avoided reading it even though people kept recommending it to me because I felt that my time was better utilized elsewhere. I thought, man, I have a daily routine. I've locked in my habits. I'm healthy. I'm productive. I don't need to read a book about habits. Like, my habits are on lock. What's the point of that? The reality was is that that book was a tremendous help in my coaching. It allowed me to communicate productive habit change and behavior change and lifestyle change to my clients 10 times fucking better. Um, It made my coaching practice better. It made my clients' results better. And it it allowed me to understand the psychological benefit behind tracking these habits. So as I was doing it, I was just doing it because I wanted to be successful. But once I learned the science behind why I needed to do this or how I could do it in a smarter approach, it allowed me to build better habits, more efficient habits, and more habits in general that allowed more success. And I think the same exact principle goes along with nutrition. If I give you a meal plan, great, follow it, it might work. But if I teach you why that meal plan will work and I dissect that into macronutrient breakdown so you can see the numbers behind the meals and you can understand the daily, weekly, and monthly intake and you can understand the periodization week to week, month to month, whoa, now you have success and you have lasting success because you understand why. It's why education is the forefront behind our coaching. We want to teach people why. We want to teach people how to be their own coaches because that's what lasts a long time after they are done with us. Now, that's a little bit of a side rant, but the point with that is is I finally read this book and it changed my life. So I highly recommend this book by James Clear. Now, what we're going to be talking about today is habit trackers. And the first thing is, what the hell is a habit tracker? Well, a habit tracker is simple. You track your habits. There you go. The best way, in my opinion, to do this is to have check boxes. I like this. There's two reasons I like this. Number one There is something about just crossing off your list or checking a box that just feels good. And I'm actually going to get into the science of that here in a sec. But the point with that is, is when I have a list of shit to do, actually, I'm looking at my sticky note right now. I always have uh, have these like big, long sticky notes that stick on the the front of my journal that I have with me every day on my desk. And I always have a list of shit to do. Could be five things, could be 20 things. But I just check them off as the day goes. And I feel fucking good checking them off. So that's part of what a habit tracker is. A habit tracker is a list of things or it is a bunch of check boxes that you check off. Um, and, it, and it's, I, I take that back. It's not a list of things because a list of things is a to-do list, which is good. You should have to-do lists too. But a habit tracker is specifically one single thing that you have boxes to check off over a certain period of time because a habit is something you have done consistently. 
A habit isn't something that you do once. A habit is something that you track and you consistently do until success and habitual nature is built. And what that means is this thing becomes second nature. It becomes a habit. Brushing your teeth is a habit. You just do it. Tying your shoe is a habit. You just do it. Right? Well, we want certain success traits to become like brushing our teeth. And how do we do that? We track the habit by checking it off or doing something simple like dropping a marble in a jar. For some people, that works really well. You have an empty jar and then a jar full of marbles or a bag full of marbles, even better, because you want to get the marbles from the bag into the jar. And you have that on your desk and you see that shit every day. And every time you knock off your habit, ding, drop a marble in the jar. For me, I, I like check boxes, and I like to mark the check boxes with a red X. And this is the red X strategy. Um, and a lot of people use this on your calendar, so you can do this on a calendar too. Tape a calendar to the wall, have a red Sharpie, and every single day you accomplish your habit, big red X over the day. And the person who actually started that is actually Jerry Seinfeld. And I think that's the second reason why I'm attached to this is because not only do I like checking off boxes, but I love Seinfeld. And uh, Jerry had a, a habit tracker of every single day he would tell a joke. Right? He would create a new joke, write a new joke, because the more jokes he wrote, good or bad, he became a better comedian. So what he would do every single day is he'd wake up, write a new joke, mark a red X on the calendar. First and foremost, mad respect to him, because if you've ever tried to sit down and just write a joke, fuck, you realize how funny you not, you're not. <laughs> so if you can do that, shout out to you, you're probably funnier than me. But point being is this is what a habit tracker is. So a habit tracker is something that you use. I personally have multiple habit trackers. So right now at home in my office in my whiteboard, every morning I wake up, go get coffee, and then I go to my office and I work for a little bit. Um, every night before I go to bed, I go back to my office. Sometimes I'll read a little bit. Other times I'll just write out my like brain dump of like things I have to do the next day, my, my to-do list, and I'll check off anything from the previous day that I finished that I hadn't had a chance to check off. But what I'll also do is I'll walk over to my whiteboard and I'll check my boxes. So on my whiteboard, I have... Date night with Shannon, and I have 12 boxes because over the next 12 weeks, I have 90-day goals. That's 12 weeks, three months. I want 12 date nights. That's one a week. Um, and if I don't accomplish that, I course correct and do two in one week, which I'm going to talk about here in a sec. Then I have play dates with Blakely. I want three play dates over the next three months, one per month with just me and my daughter. No Shannon, no phone, something fun, probably like a bouncy house or a zoo, something like that. Just us two all day. Three of those over the next 90 days, three months. That means one a month. That means I have three boxes to check off. I have 48 mobility sessions because I want to do mobility four times a week. That's enough to see a change. Um, I, I made a previous habit in December to do it every single day, and I did it every day but Christmas. So 29 out of, or 30 out of 31 days. So that was a success. Uh, but this one, I'm doing four days a week. That's enough to maintain the mobility I gain, and it's still enough to improve, but it's not overkill to where I feel like I'm, I'm trying to do mobility every day and I'm getting stressed out. So I have 48 boxes because four, four times 12 is 48. Then I have 48 boxes for strength training. That's four sessions of strength per week, and that's four times 12, which is 48. Then I have 36 boxes for aerobic work. That's three aerobic sessions per week. Sometimes that means I'm doing a two-a-day. Sometimes that means I'm doing a run after a workout. Sometimes that means I'm just doing a workout that day that is just purely aerobic, whether it's running in the trails or whatever it may be. But I have 36 because three times 12. Right? So I have all these boxes on my whiteboard, and I have to check them off. Um, I didn't make the dietary one because the dietary one is 78, and I didn't feel like writing 78 boxes. Plus, I use the Boom Boom Formats metric tracker, and I'll just do it in there instead. But I want to track my nutrition, my weight, my biofeedback, all my data for 78 out of 90 days. That gives me one day a week to take a break, which is usually our date night. Don't track. Point being is I have these different boxes for different categories, and all I need to do every single day is take my red marker and cross a big X over that day. That is a habit tracker. I am building the habit of doing more mobility, doing more running, doing more strength training, doing more dietary stuff, 
taking my wife out on dates, taking my daughter on play dates. I want to build those habits to where it's second nature and that's just how my life works. But first, I have to set goals and then set habit trackers associated with those goals because success is all in the numbers. I want to see the numbers of days that I accomplish these goals. And here's why. I get a dopamine kick. So a lot of people talk about this addiction to Instagram. And it's a negative thing. And why does this happen? Well, one of the reasons it happens is because you get a dopamine spike every time you see a like. You post a photo, you get a new like, ooh, I feel good. Get another like, ooh, I feel good. Get another like, oh, you feel good. That's dopamine. You're happy. It's not a very positive thing because then you get addicted to confirmation of other people's judgment. You get confirmation of a fucking social media telling you that you are worthy. It's not a good thing. We all do it. I do it. The point being is that's a dopamine kick. But... Dopamine is something that is often discussed in social media as well as drug addiction, right? We have these addictive principles. Well, what if we utilize this science behind dopamine and these addictive principles for good, positive, successful habits, right? So the easiest way to do this is to have some kind of thing that promotes a dopamine kick in response to you succeeding in the habits you were trying to create. So for me, every time I mark that X, I get a dopamine kick. I feel accomplished. I feel good. I love crossing shit off my list and checking these red boxes, saying that I did what I said I was going to do, and I am being successful. It is proof right in front of me. Success lies in the numbers. So we get this dopamine response when we make the red mark, when we drop a marble in a jar, whatever your little thing is. And because of that, we almost get addicted to these habits. So by the end of these 90 days, after I've crossed off 90 boxes of all these different fucking things, I have this positive relation and positive addiction to doing more mobility, doing more movement, taking my daughter on play dates, taking my wife out on a date every single week, training in the gym, tracking my nutrition. These things are successful habits, and at first they're difficult to do, but if you create habit trackers and you actually kind of successfully get positively addicted to these things, you all of a sudden become more successful as a whole because you accomplish more because you're addicted to the process of success. The next point is here is you have to have this point system. If you don't have a point system, you don't have proof. So not only is this habit tracker good because I'm physically marking off things, but I have numbers associated with it. And this is how we course correct. So I know by the end of 90 days, I need 48 mobility sessions, 48 strength sessions, 36 aerobic sessions, 12 date nights, three play dates, and 78 biofeedback data tracked sheet things. But I have these numbers. So what happens this week if I miss a day on my tracker? my, my uh, biofeedback and nutrition tracker. Well, looks like I'm going to track on a date night. I'm going to do my best to, to, to do that. I don't get a day off this week, next week, because I got to make that up. What happens if I'm traveling and I miss a strength day? Well, I got five days next week. What happens if I miss mobility? I got to do an extra mobility session next week. I have 12 weeks to course correct, which also means that if I fuck up this first week, I didn't really fail. I just need to course correct, shift my schedule, learn and reflect as to why I missed the habit. What got in my way? How did my schedule change? What stopped me from accomplishing these habits? Okay, cool. I'm going to play makeup this week by doing extra, and then next week I'm going to adjust my schedule and my routine so that I don't have that hiccup next time. See, it's a course correction. During this course correction, you will find more efficiency. You will find better ways to do things. You will find smarter ways to avoid failure and struggles, and you are more likely to accomplish more. And again, by the end of these 90 days or 120 days or a year, however long you want to do this habit tracker, by the time you get done with this, habit becomes an addictive principle. A healthy habit becomes an addiction, and now you are addicted to success and results, and that's really what we're after here.
And the last thing I'm going to say with this is you need some kind of reward. So we've talked about success being in the numbers. We've talked about needing a habit tracker and why that creates this dopamine kick that's actually a positive response and creates healthy addictions. We need to have a point system so that we can see numbers to, to distinguish the success and have a course correction plan. We know that checking off these boxes and crossing off these to-do lists is the way we feel good about what we're doing and we can see the proof of us succeeding and accomplishing or not. And last but not least, we need a reward. There needs to be something at the end of the tunnel that is going to give you pleasure or celebration or a reward, a fulfillment that says you succeeded, here's your cookie. It's not a cookie, but you get the point. At the end of this, what do you get? Besides just being able to say like, man, I am really good at doing mobility now. What am I going to give myself? So for me, it's a trip. It's a trip with my wife. No baby, just me and my wife. That's my, my reward. In the past, it's been things I've bought. I've bought myself a new laptop. I've gotten a tattoo. Um, I've taken myself on a retreat. Sometimes it's like I'm going to book 12 weeks of massages because I set a business goal. I succeeded in that, and I'm going to spend some money taking care of myself now. But the point being is you have to have some kind of reward at the end, and you do not get that unless you succeed in these habits. And that is going to correlate the positive response to success as well. A lot of people set habits, they set goals, they set these systems, and they push towards goals, and they accomplish goals, but then they just set new goals and they keep moving. Rather than stopping to appreciate what you've accomplished, being grateful and giving yourself a pat on the back for doing the work and accomplishing more than you thought was possible. So the last thing I'm going to say here is build out a reward that you will get at the end of your goals and at the end of the habit tracker. So when you do succeed and when you do follow through with all the work that you set out to do, you get something for it. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering, and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up, or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of The Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.